Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Um, today, let's continue talking about uh, noise, uh, my favorite book of the year, uh, not one of the favorite book. Um, let's talk about noise in, in terms of finding it, right? Like when we say there is noise in decision making, I think it's a little bit hard to understand what we mean, right? Because we know what bias means. It's really straightforward, right? Uh, bias means wrong, right? Bias meaning judgment. Bias meaning not getting to the truth. But noise is something that kind of looks like that, right? Uh, uh, kind of looks like the truth, kind of makes sense with us in a certain context. But noise is something that is hard to detect. It's hard to figure out, right? Like, what do you mean noise? How can you tell there's noise? How much noise there is? It's a little bit more, more confusing for most people. I can see that. And there's a little bit more, uh, what's the term? A little bit more, uh, not so clear cut, if you may, right? So noise, in a sense, it is unwanted variability in your results. Right, that's just a clear definition. So, um, whenever we're talking about noise, whenever there's judgment, there's that there have to be noise. There's no way around it. If we're talking about the criminal justice system, right? There's a lot of noise in there. I I I love these examples. I want to kind of like you know chat with you guys on a couple of them. Um, judges, right? They're humans, right? So. Judges tends to give out harsher penalties when it's hot outside. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Um, judges tend to give out harder sentences when their favorite football team lose, or I guess in that regard, basketball. Judges give out harder sentences whenever they are right before a meal break, when they're hangry, <laughs> when they're hungry and angry. Judges give out harder sentence right before a break, and judges give out more lenient sentence right after their break. Judges are giving out harder sentences when there are family tensions at work. Maybe they're going through a divorce or children are misbehaving. And we're not talking about like little changes. We're, we're talking about from, from like 20 days or 15 days of probation to like prison time, to like years in prison. And it's just funny how like, you know, we never really think about it, right? Like what is the human error? What is the human noise in that per particular set of decision making um how should we fix it right um there was a, a supreme court case back in i think uh, i don't re remember exactly from the book 1970s 1960s i think i think either j uh jfk or one of the kennedy brothers was you know very very uh, you know pump up uh, pump up about this they want to provide judges in the legal system guidelines for that particular situation, right? So the goal is to eliminate human errors and then personal values. So here's what we mean, right? Um, we want to be able to get a set of guidelines 
or at least cap the range of the variability for the results. Let's put it that way. But the thing with law system is you're dealing with humans, right? You're dealing with people. Um, it's the same same concept how KPI doesn't work with uh, with a me a measuring human performance. It's the same thing, right? Because you are using a hard system over and then you want to use it to judge a very lenient system, right? So here's the thing is that the people that are against it are, 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 are against using kind of a mechanical or kind of a mandatory guideline in sentencing feel like it, it, like it takes away the art of, you know, practicing the law, right? Because everything is different. So from a middle perspective, right? From, from, from my perspective, I, I only took like one law classes back in college. It's my favorite, like business law class. I don't think I will cut like I will be cut up to be a lawyer, but um, I can see the perspective that using mandatory sentencing guidelines kind of take away the judicial power a little bit. But I think if we can eliminate the variance of a human human noise in that re, in that particular regard, I think it's a good attempt at least to try. Right. Um, secondly, we're talking about the insurance field. Um, so insurance field is the same thing, right? And the system noise is a serious problem in the insurance field. Um, if you pull, right, if you ask a, a certain uh, ex a, uh, executive in the se uh, security field, say, hey, how much do you think your, your uh, human noise is? How much do you think your variance is in terms of sending your premiums or uh, setting up, uh, let's say, claim adjustments, right? Uh, most exacts of the insurance team thinks ten percent is actually between forty to fifty percent. It's like almost half. To put it into perspective, right? Let's say you have a I don't know a car insurance, right? Let's say you pay. Um, I just gave it like a um, arbitration, like a very um, arbitrary number, five thousand dollars a year. It could be pretty high, but let's just roll with that, right? Let's say you have a Mer um, a Mercedes Benz or a BMW or something. I don't know. I'm I'm not a car guy. Uh, but let's say five thousand dollars, right? So what that means is, if you are, uh, get uh, doing the same car, right? And if you are going to different people, like that premium can range from, you know, like six seven thousand dollars to five thousand dollars between every single person, right? And maybe this is something a little bit more clear cut because you know, like the pricings are more clear cut. Let's say in the sense of a uh, market insurance, right? Or in the sense of, um, you know, uh, health insurance, right? When there's a lot more variable, that's where you see the human noise actually varies by quite a bit. And there's a, an, another job in the insurance field called the claim adjuster. So, it, so essentially what they do is that they use their judgment for the claim filer, right? So they have to determine, okay, this is a claim, how much should we pay out? And that is affected by um, by this potential human noise as well. So the reason I want to give you guys those two examples, first of all, I think the judge one is funny, <laughs> right? But uh, it's not funny when you're actually getting sentenced, right? Because you want to, to, to get sentenced in the uh, springtime or in the fall time, not in the summertime. <laughs> Preferably not not in the winter time, right? You want to 
do it maybe like early afternoon, maybe like three four p.m. Uh, right after lunchtime for the judge, something like that. But um, but my point is is human are always against machine or artificial intelligence takeover. Uh, me personally, right? I currently have two dogs. Uh, I. I use a pet insurance uh, program called Lemonade. Uh, it's literally all powered by artificial intelligence. Um, they will compare your rates in your nearby vets, and then they give you a group rate. It's actually cheaper by a lot. It's actually a lot cheaper, right? For investing, I use a service. This is not a plug, right? Um, this is not a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, it's what I personally use, and it's not financial advice as well. I use a service called Wealthfront, totally uh, fully automated right they 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 give you features of tesla's harvesting right they do it automatically they only charge you 0.25 percent you you can make it up within a year or so right so the point is is there is a trend for fintech right for financial technology using ai using um, human algorithm to disrupt the old-fashioned never adapted industry Right, we're talking about um, in in this particular case, we're talking about uh, in the insurance field or in the law field or in a banking field. Right, like I'm a firm believer that investment banking will not exist within the next ten years. Right, it, like it it just doesn't make sense. Right? you know, like numbers can be crunched without or with the analysts being there. Right, um, so. From Danny's perspective, finding noise is actually very, very tr- tricky. And when we have noise, we need to figure out a way to blend, to kind of like narrow it down the human noise, right? Because human, we are imperfect, right? So I'm like almost done with this book. I'm probably going to finish this book today. But my point is, is that... Um, it seems like a blend between artificial intelligence and human is the best options for the time being, if not fully automatic, right? Like fully automated by artificial intelligence. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, send this to your friends. We're going to spend at least a few more days on this book. So uh, I want to make sure that I dive into each topic deeply and uh, you know explain myself well. And if you like the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, you know, subscribe, and we'll go from there. All right, guys. Thank you so for, uh, so much. Have a good day.